Ladies and gentlemen, it is Gasparilla Week, the Bayside Report, episode 61. And if you are in Tampa Bay, I hope you have a pirate hat, sword, parrot, eye patch, something pirate-esque. Because this Saturday, it's going down. Gasparilla! Invasion of the Pirates! This weekend, Tampa, Florida... We'll do a Gasparilla history lesson for those who are not aware. Welcome again to the Bayside Report. We are pushing along. It is a month since we were singing Merry Christmas and eating the Feast of the Seven Fishes. We have progressed further and further into the year. Spring training, the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, all on the horizon. We keep pushing Along and dominating. Let's go. Arg. <laughs> Enjoy this special intro as we get ready for a quick update. Here we go. Alright, I have nothing. I'm I'm the worst self-producer in the world. I have nothing set up. The the usual gambling music is not here for our Gambling study report. We are going with the Greek music instead. Here is our recap. We are ice cold. Ice cold. As of late, Chiefs, Bills, Bills minus two and a half. Texans, Ravens. Uh, Texans plus, plus uh, Texans plus nine and a half. Uh, Packers, 49ers over 15 and a half. No good. Bucks, Lions, Bucks plus six and a half. It was close, but it is a no bueno. 0-4 again, two weeks in a row, 31-41 and 41 overall, but guess what, guess what, we have some heat for you, we have some heat for you coming up, it is championship weekend in the NFL, Ravens, Chiefs, listen, this is it, this is our final stand against Patrick Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, Taylor Swift, the Kelseys, this is it, take the Ravens minus three and a half. We must defeat the evil powers that be. No more Chiefs. No more Chiefs. 49ers. Lions. Seven point spread. Lions. Underdogs. Take the Lions plus seven. That's going to smack a roo. They're going to play him tight and hard. In Santa Clara, they're not even in San Francisco. So yeah, look into that and win yourself some cash for the weekend. Thank you everyone for the Gasparilla Special Edition Gambling Study sponsored by Hard Rock. Must be 21 years or older. Download the app on the App Store or Play Store. Call one of gambler if you have gambling problems. Thank you all for listening. All right, into the Bayside Report. Gasparilla. This is this is a summarized history report. We we may miss some key facts. It's chaos. It's the Mardi Gras of Tampa. What Mardi Gras is in New Orleans, Gasparilla is in Tampa. Three hundred thousand on average attendance. It's on Bayshore Boulevard. If you don't know Bayshore Boulevard, Google it right now. It's the longest sidewalk in the United States. Stretches for miles along the Tampa Bay. So the whole, it's been around since 1904, the Gasparilla Parade since 
then it surely has changed in its showing since then. I'm sure it was a much classier event. So it, it starts, they get these boats, everyone's on a boat, and everyone's dressed up like pirates. You got all the get-up on looking like Johnny Depp. And the the get, the, uh, fuck, what's the word? The gist. The gist is it's based on a fictional story of a guy named Jose Gaspar who sails into the Tampa Bay and takes over and claims the bay, I believe. And they do a mock of it. They have the ye mystic crew of Gasparilla. That's the chief. Oh, there's crews too. There, If you're in a crew, a K-R-E-W-E crew, you get a float in the parade or I don't know if you're on a boat or not, but I know the main crew is the fucking boat that comes into the harbor and they go downtown and meet the mayor of Tampa and they say, what's going on? We're taking over. And then they do a fake takeover. They take a picture, they shake hands, slap her on the ass. And it's a good time. That is essentially the gist of it. And there's a lot of other feeder events. So last week they had a kid's parade for it. And then they have an adult parade the night of in the other neighborhood, Ebor city in Tampa, Florida, where the chickens are running loose. It's a great time. This will be my third Gasparilla. You just go to Bayshore Boulevard. You take your your drink of choice. And you're a soldier. Phone service spotty, Uber service spotty. You're walking. You're going to be walking for miles. Get good walking shoes on. Get your favorite drink of choice. Bring a lot of it and be ready to carry it. Bring hydration. Bring any nefarious activities or items or apparatuses you may need while you're out in the streets of Gasparilla if this is your first year attending. Yeah, be ready for war. Stick close to your crew, whoever your your uh, K R E W E crew. Stick stick close to them, and have a fucking blast. Have a blast. Eat good, drink good, stay safe out there. It's a it's it's great. There's cops. You got cops everywhere. You got a lot of people on bikes just riding around. It really is a day. It's kind of like a zombie event except the zombies are just drunk and they're collecting beads from a parade float so it's not really it's a good zombie event it you need to have more of these once a year is not enough maybe once every quarter twice every quarter that could really get the economy going the spirits of the people up just one saturday you shut down a whole entire city and and just go nuts you get boats out you dress up like pirates maybe well you can dress up in other costumes you can change it every month maybe one month you want to dress up as animals i I don't know fur uh don't give the furries any ideas moving on uh hot cold hot cold hot cold showers i've been getting and i'm on the hype beast train of hot cold showers that truly is uh when you hit that cold and that cold really oh you feel it in your you're like, this shit sucks, but I know I'm about to get piping hot water to rescue me from this. That's the best. That's a great jolt in the morning. Just throwing it out there. Give it a shot. I was in Aldi the other day, my my flagship. I Listen, brother, a lot of people talk shit on Aldi. I'll never stop. That place is great. You got to pick and choose, of course. Maybe you're not going to get everything there. Maybe not everything's going to be fresh. But also the deals. So there's these two Mennonites. And I looked it up. I was right. They have the the head bonnets, and they could have kids, and they could kind of go. They're they're like a hybrid of the Amish, the the true uh, ones that don't 
come out of the woodwork. Haha. <laughs> Get it? They can come out, I believe. And they wear they wear the head the head uh bonnets. And they had a baby and there was these two girls and they're very they're very what's the word passionate in their speech. They're always using they're kind of like Italians. They kind of use hand phrases a lot, go like this. They're really animated folks. I I love them. But the one had this baby in this stroller and i felt that baby was a nascar baby that stroller was going 15 20 mile an hour hitting curbs i was turning the curb and she was coming with the pushing the baby and she had to pump the brakes and the baby that baby needs a seatbelt in that stroller probably strap them on top of a wagon and take them down to the beach who knows but yeah just i love seeing kind of shit like that i like seeing different cultural appearances and behaviors and like to sit down with them and see what a dinner's like what's uh can we look up mennonite mennonite food mennonite cuisine a lot of bread a lot of bread and sausage cabbage potatoes that's it's kind of like how i grew up that russian so it's kind of the russian waffles with sweet vanilla sauce that sounds good everything else is kind of what i grew up eating this is Croatians eat just like this shit. Cabbage, potatoes, sausage, dairy. Yeah, that's pretty much my childhood. A lot of bread. I wasn't I wasn't always a fan of the good luck meal on New Year's Day. The the sauerkraut and pork. It just wasn't hitting for me, man. That's more of a steak. That's more of a steak, potato, some nice side dishes some wine. That's more of that kind of holiday to me. But my parents, they hammer it down. It is that pork and sauerkraut. It's good luck. That's what you eat on New Year's Day. Hey, I'm not going to complain. Moving on. I would, <laughs> this is just kind of a review of the people I see out and about. It's It's been crazy, everyone. Of course, with the cold weather up north, everyone's coming down south to get a taste. Fries touching sandwich, lady. I was out to <laughs> I was out at Clearwater Beach on Sunday just fucking around, having a beer, watching football. And this, I guess this is just the real power of OCD. This lady next to me, I mean, she wasn't really the nicest to the server. She goes, I want a sandwich, whatever the fuck sandwich and fries. And the fries need to be on a separate plate. They need to be on a separate plate. And I get it. I get why she was mad because the service here there's a pretty good chance your fries aren't going to be on that separate plate and bing, bing, bing. And they were touching her sandwich and she kept talking to her husband. She goes, I don't like my, if those fries are touching the sandwich, I swear to God, I swear to God. Oh, she flipped fucking shit. So the waitress brought out the fries touching the sandwich on the same plate. I saw it. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And immediately the way the waitress, I know, I know they fucked up. They fucked up. I'm going to get you a side plate. But really, like this ruined the whole lady's dinner. She barely touched her sandwich. I, I was in, pretty enthralled in the whole meal after this point. She took two bites out of the sandwich, ate most of the fries. But that sa- sandwich, I don't know. Is it a gluten thing? What's the issue here to where the fries and the sandwich can't touch? Is it just a preference? Because neither one is going to make the other quite soggy or it was a hard bun and there was a hard fry. They weren't going to make each other soggy. So I didn't know. I didn't get the issue. Uh, some people are particular, but that's, 
you had her, and then before that was a family from Baltimore, and I can't I can't do the accent, but they're the Baltimore accent is special. It's it's a mix of southern. It really has that southern draw, and it's like you're just sprinkling Philly over it in New York and a little bit of the eastern seaboard over that southern accent and it's it's kind of a beautiful accent if i if i can be honest with all of you people shout out to them they might honestly it's it's sad to say that i want the ravens to beat the chiefs because i'm just i'm ready for change damn it i hope next year's not going to be a taylor swift year how many taylor swift years well kelsey got about 2 years left so maybe one or two more taylor swift years i think they will get married I think they will. There was a prop bet beginning of the year. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey would still be a couple by 2024. I think it was January 1, 2024. It was even odds, so minus 130. So it could have went either way. Should have took that bet. You would have cashed out. Storming the court, the basketball court. This has been a big issue. I don't know if anyone knows who Caitlin Clark is, but she is a lady basketball player. I think she won player of the year last year. And she got she kind of got sideswiped by this chick. They got upset. Was it Ohio State? And she was running off the court, and this this student just clapped her on the side. And I, I a little dramatic, meh, maybe. I think I think it was a little dramatic. Yeah, it was Ohio State and an upset. I mean, it was a hit, and I can't I can't speak because it always doesn't look as bad on camera, but it looked like she kind of recoiled back. I don't know. I don't know. I think Caitlin Clark was okay. Do I agree that it was unacceptable? That can't happen. Player safety. What if something bad did happen? Yes. Yes, I agree. And then now there's conspiracy theories that that girl was sent to do it, was sent to go to her in purpose, but I don't think so. I, I watched the video. The girl was just truly... I don't know what the hell she was doing. She had no peripheral vision. She was just straight tunnel <laughs> running towards that gathering in the middle of the court. It's sad, though, because I saw I was watching ESPN the other day, and they were saying, yeah, the storming of the court, it may be coming to an end. You can't stop those, especially those Midwestern Big Ten basketball kids. They're storming that fucking court. There's nothing you can do. And I saw the they do punishments. Ah. I, I don't know. I think you got to keep that tradition. But yeah, you got the players and coaches got to know it's coming. We got to get the hell out of here. Keep the tradition. Football, I think football, it's definitely way more dangerous because you got thousands of people pouring on that field at once. There's that one video of the kid. He It was LSU and someone else. He was taking a video. He was like, pussies to the LSU football players or whoever. And the football players came up and decked his ass. And then the camera, he had the phone and it was pointing right on the culprit, the football player that hit him. Damn, that's a way to ruin your draft stock. You can't let those college non-athletes storm in the field get in your way, son. Oh, shit, shit. <coughs> Magnet fishing. Sorry, I need some water. Magnet fishing episode two was a success. I'll just give you the whole recap. It's on my YouTube as well at GarrettBellichYouTube.com. Go check it out. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry. Ads playing in the background. I didn't mean to play that. Anyways, magnet fishing. It was great. It started off good. I went to this park in Largo, and 
It's great. I the YouTube uh the GoPro chest mount doesn't pick up all the action. I wish I had a I need to get a camera mount too in my head to pick up all the people that just stop and stare at me. And they don't they they think it's amusing, which is nice. No one ever comes up and asks me what I'm doing yet. Yet, but they will. I think it'll happen. So I went to that park, I caught a clamp. It was a nice fucking clamp. It was probably about $25 night. It looked new too. It was a blue clamp. I don't know if someone used it to whack someone in the fucking head or not. If it was a murder device, it was about that. Yay. Big about a foot or two and screws, bolts, nuts, nothing else crazy. And then my next stop was at this park kind of near the bay. And it it was kind of a low key vibe. You'd It was in a snowbird slash retirement area. Let's put it that way. And there's like four guys across the the way fishing. They're on the other side of the pond fishing. But like I said, this pond is right on the bay. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go throw a few tosses in the bay where where no one is. I'm not going to harass anyone. And then I'll come back here and see how it goes. So I go over there, toss a few, nothing. So I go up to the pond. And very pristine. I mean, there's people everywhere, at least 10 to 15 people in the radius of the pond. So I'm, I just go to the other side from directly across where the people were fishing, drop my magnet in. I'm just guiding it along. I'm not, I'm not bothering anyone. And to my left, all of a sudden, my left side, about 20 to 30 feet, whoosh, this water, this rush of water. And I just look over in slow motion. I'm like, fuck gator jumping into the water and it was close it was not coming for me it was just swimming to the middle of the pond to get away from the magnet whatever threat it thought oh the park went ballistic everyone got up people started running away and left i got flipped off a lady flipped me off from the other side of the pond and i didn't even see her flip me off at the time i caught i caught it on the gopro after but i had the gopro on my face i was like oh look at that that's so sick. That's awesome. That's badass. Look at that gator. And then meanwhile, there's a lady flipping me off double bird (laughs) across the way. But listen, I get it. It was a threat, but you had five people fishing on the other side that could have easily woken up a gator from a nap. Easily. Anyone could have harassed the gator. I think I did her a favor by pushing the gator to the middle of the pond. So now it's just sitting in the middle of the pond going dirt not doing shit it's not it's now you see it now you know there's a gator there i did you a favor you're welcome moving on oh shit sports illustrated la times what's going on i i used to love sports illustrated growing up but i guess they're they might be shuttering their doors ladies and gentlemen that sucks that was like a staple i used to collect them in the sports illustrated sports it's illustrated sports as a kid the kids the sports illustrated kids oh talk about a great magazine that's all i would read in second grade third grade fourth grade fifth grade sports illustrated kids then you you read the adult sports illustrated a little bit but the the kids sports illustrated oh that was that was peak childhood across the board but it's sad. I mean, hey, times are changing. And I was just thinking, movies, I I know people are into all these thrillers and killers and 
the Peaky Blinders in the the what's the fucking detective show or uh, Cold Case. I don't I don't watch television other than ESPN, football, Comedy Central, Office reruns. So I'm very out of the loop. It's just weird. It it doesn't feel like there's much of a. There's a couple of blockbusters here and there, but other than that, movies aren't what they used to be. At least it doesn't feel that way. I Barbie and Oppenheimer, two you two big hits that year. I did see another a movie that came out last year in twenty three, Cocaine Bear. Great movie. I I didn't know what to expect. It was kind of a half true, half not true story. It was based off drugs getting ditched in a forest in the in the southern Appalachians but they kind of they made up the I think a bear did eat the cocaine but the bear didn't go around and maul a bunch of people like it did in the movie I won't give away spoiler alerts because it is a newer movie so if you go watch cocaine bear I highly recommend it funny good storyline ah what's that Ray Liotta Ray Liotta's in it that was his very well it kind of a shitty movie to go out on but anyways go watch cocaine bear what else could I talk to you guys about? Oh, this was the worst thing I read this week and something unbelievable. I couldn't, I don't know how you pull this off. A married couple. It's 2016. They're living with the wife's father. Now, wife's father, Pop Pop, got some retirement cash that he worked hard for, benefits he worked hard for his whole life. $215,000 worth. And Pop Pop passes away, 2016. So daughter, son-in-law, what do they do? They mummify him. Well, I don't know if they mummify him. He was mummified. I don't know how you mummify someone if they Googled how to mummify someone. But apparently he was in some mummified fashion on a bed in a spare bedroom, laying laying on a spare bedroom, I guess. How I, I, There wasn't much detail in the story other than what I'm telling you now. I still didn't tell you the rest of the story. I'm going to get into it. He dies, mummify him. They start cashing out his retirement money and taking money out of his retirement account for six years. Six fucking years. Excuse my French, but I think it's warranted there. Are you... Like I said, how does it not smell? How does the house... How does the mailman not come up to the door and be like, what is go- what in Jeffrey Dahmer's name is going on in this house? It stinks. That That's just where I'm starting this at. Now, number two, obviously, total scumbag move to just take his money like that. But of course, Pop Pop has other kids, has other peep friends, other family, maybe siblings, who knows, cousins that wanted to come visit Pop Pop. What uh what do his guardians say when they want to come visit him from 2016 to 2022? They made up excuses, ladies and gentlemen, for 6 years that Pop Pop was unavailable. He's alive. Don't worry, he's alive. But you can't see him. They made up excuses for six years. How in the hell do you dodge with my nosy ass family or just any, not even nosy, just any 
loving and caring family would say, yo, something's up if he's alive. How many excuses could you dish out for six years? That shit is what gets me mind blowing over at number two. Number three, the smell. No, I'm just kidding. Just, just, I don't get it. How do you, what do you say? He, he had Chipotle last night. He had the hot salsa from Chipotle. His, his ass is on fire. He, he's had diarrhea for about two years now. Oh, he's been, he's been on the shitter for three years now. He can't come out. What do you, what, what, I'd love to hear some of the excuses. Oh, he's at, he's at Bush Gardens. He's been at Bush Gardens for four months. Then he's going on a, he's going on a year long cruise. He's going he's gonna to burn some of that retirement money on a year-long cruise. Maybe. Meanwhile, they went on a fucking year-long cruise. Left him just to sit on the bed. Some people, man, are greedy. It's And it's not even like... That's not a lot of money over a six-year span. 200... Sorry, guys. I was in remedial math. 215,000 divided by six. 35,000 a year. That's That's nothing. That's fucking nothing. Obviously, one of them probably won't have to work or you could work a part-time job if you're getting that on the side of the other one working a full-time job. But still, it's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough that's worth it for the price you're going to pay when you're burning in hell because that's probably what's going to happen. That shit, I don't know. I'll pray for y'all. I hope God forgives you. Anyways, moving on. Let's Let's wrap it up. We've been uh, we've been hooting and hollering here on the Bayside Report. I got a few more few more things to hit y'all with celebrity boxing. Now that's been a huge trend of recent times, but we haven't seen the celebrity boxing matches that we want to see. The, I'll propose a few. Let's start. Antonio Brown versus Kanye West. That's a tough matchup. I think Antonio Brown's a minus 300 favorite here. I don't think Kanye... Kanye's not athletic enough. Kanye's... I think Kanye... No one really knows. Kanye's just posting pictures of naked women on Instagram <laughs> lately and getting ready to drop an album. But I don't... He's bulky, but AB's just a freak athlete. AB's just going to jump up and down and, and throw fucking punches on you from above. Like I think AB would be a jump puncher for sure. Like He's just going to jump a foot in the air and try and aerial attack you. And Kanye's kind of short. I don't think AB's much taller. But I'm, I'm telling you, that's an AB pick em right there. Or AB favorite, minus 300, easy. Next, Ed Sheeran versus Bruno Mars. Okay, this is we need a tail of the tape. I know Bruno Mars is about 5'5 five, five at Sheeran height. We'll assume, we'll assume the weight class is, is fair. I, I will assume they're even weight. So Ed Sheeran's 5'8. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is 5'5. Five, five. That's confirmed. 5'5. Five, five. Okay. What is Bruno Mars? Is he black and he, Puerto Rican and Jewish? Okay. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Hungarian, Ukraine, his mother emigrated from the Philippines to Hawaii. Okay, so he's Filipino, Spanish, Hungarian, Puerto Rican, and Jewish. He's got some fighting. Yeah, he's fucking scrappy. He's got every, <laughs> he's got a lot of scrappy ethnicities in him. And then what's, is Ed Sheeran Irish? Or is he 
Is he British? Irish. Okay. Damn, dude. This is going to be a fucking doozy. Ed Sheeran and Bruno Mars. So, obviously, Ed Sheeran's got the height. I assume he got the reach. Bruno Mars got the spirit and the fight, though. That's just the one thing. Ah, this one is going to be a pick em. This This is even odds. I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Ed Sheeran if he's on Drunk Irish Rage. I think Drunk Irish Rage might beat a Puerto Rican Jewish Filipino 5-5 five, five with limited reach. I, I Yeah, I mean, once again, this one could go either way, but I'm going to go Ed Sheeran in a, in a pick em, even odds, Ed Sheeran. Justin Bieber versus Big Sean. Okay, let's tell the tape. I know they're both short too. Justin Bieber height. 5'9". Okay, Justin Bieber's 5'9". Big Sean height. I think little Sean was already taken by the time he came out. Okay, 5'8". So, Big Sean, about an inch shorter. Now, let's do let's do a, a origin story. You got Big Sean from Detroit, grimy upbringing in the streets of Detroit through economic turmoil. I'm sure he got into some scraps on the playground growing up in the street or who knows. Justin Bieber. Where's Justin Bieber from in Canada? I think he's an Ontario fella. Justin Bieber. London, Canada. Yeah, that's essentially Toronto. Okay. Is he... What is Justin Bieber's ethnicity? Bieber. What's Bieber? That sounds like French, Canadian, Irish, English. Okay, so he's just he's just a what? French, Canadian, Irish, English, Scottish, and German. Ugh. Yeah, dude, I think I think this is a Big Sean minus 200 favorite. I think Big Sean would Does Justin Bieber box? Let's Google Justin Bieber boxing video. I swear. I mean, I'm sure they fucking do everything. But if you, I mean, let's say proper. Well, it's UFC. It's UFC. Or did I say boxing? I said boxing to start. Okay, we'll stick to boxing. He trained to be a boxer in a movie. I, I'm sorry. I'm not sold. I think Big Sean's going to, I think that's a Big Sean win right there. Moving on. This one, this is a special. Oprah Winfrey versus Roseanne Barr. Oprah Winfrey, height and weight. Okay, 150 pounds? Okay, never mind. Maybe it's not. I didn't think she was that. It was Oprah. Damn, Oprah's only 150 pounds. Wow. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Never mind. She's five, six and a half. <laughs> Are they, let's, let's see, Roseanne Barr. This is called starsunfolded.com with this insight here. Roseanne Barr. Five foot two? What? I didn't know she was that short. <laughs> Casting calls for a five foot four woman. Five foot four woman. About 230 to 260. Roseanne, in 1989, San Jose described her 214 pounds packed on a five foot four frame. Okay. So she's got the weight. 
let's turn this into a UFC. So she's got the weight. Well, now... Uh, she got surgery now and she's skinny as hell. I'm going to say in this updated picture, she's actually about 190. Okay, so she's about 190, 180. And she's five foot two. Damn, she's short. If if she gets her on the ground, if she gets Oprah on the ground, it's Roseanne's fight to lose. I mean, Roseanne's obviously probably a good wrestler. I could see Oprah with that 150 frame at five, six and a half. She's a fucking striker, bro. Oprah Winfrey. Let's I haven't seen a picture of her in forever. Damn, dude. Oprah's kind of Wow, Oprah's banging. Dude, Oprah's... I don't know why I thought Oprah was overweight. Oprah Winfrey in 2005. No, Oprah was always hot. Okay, I am I was very mistaken. Apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Oprah's kind of hot. Um, so she got the height. She got the reach. She got the... She's in shape. That changes everything. I'm sorry. That's an Oprah. That's an Oprah favorite right there because she's in shape. She's just going to tire Roseanne out. I don't even think the ground game matters. I think Oprah could just knock her out straight up. We'll go Oprah minus 180 over a Roseanne bar. That's our celebrity boxing slash UFC predictions sponsored by Harper. Seriously, that this is a fun segment. We can just... You never know. You never know what could happen in this world. What else do we got going on? Um, Jim Harbaugh got the Chargers job, the Chargers coaching job. Good for him, making the the jump from the college level. I always thought he looked like Eustace Bag from Courage the Cowardly Dog. I mean, they got that. I mean, it's the chin. It's the demeanor. They just have that mean demeanor. It's his doppelganger. If you don't know... Eustace Bag from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Please do some research. All right, everyone. Should we get out of here and call it a night? Thank you, everyone. The Bayside Report. R. R. Hold on. Hold on. We can't be doing that. It's Gasparilla. Gasparilla Weekend. Sponsored by Publix. Everyone, get out there. If you're in Tampa, if you're in the Tampa Bay on a boat with a pirate hat on you're well more prepared than i am thank you for listening to the bayside report i hope if you're celebrating gasparilla or anything else this upcoming weekend you have a good weekend you stay safe call the uber lift don't drink and drive it is never worth the ultimate prize of ten thousand dollars in legal issues don't do it thank you everyone again we will see you soon Arg.